You're listening to worldradiogardening.com and we've had some emails in. If you'd like your gardening questions answered via our expert gardener, Ken Crowther, then do send them in to us. The email address is post at worldradiogardening.com. I'll remind you of the email address at the end of the programme as well. Ken joins me on the line now. Hello, Ken. Hi there. So now, we've, uh, we've got a varied amount of uh, emails have we We, mixed subjects i hope we have yes and uh, we start with an email actually from edward and patricia um uh, now they have got two gooseberry bushes these are large gooseberry bushes they've said they've actually just picked uh, over nine kilograms of gooseberries which is quite a lot um it's the second year they've had them and uh, they've grown very large and they uh they feared some of the branches might have broken under the weight of the berries, there were so many. Um, but they're wondering, is it possible to reduce the size of the bushes and, and trim them back a bit? I like that one, because really, you should, <laughs> we'll, we'll be looking forward to uh, a pot of jam, what do you reckon? Or, uh, oh, definitely. <laughs> anyway, yes, um, a bush should be pruned most years, because a gooseberry produces its fruit on the wood from the year before. Uh, so that's the thing you have to remember. So you're looking for where the new shoots have come from during the growing season, which is quite obvious at this time of the year. So you protect those or short, you can shorten them if they're very high by about a third, but no more. And then the other thing, it's like all fruit trees. You're really trying to keep a very open bush. And the reason you, you cut out crossing wood, wood that branches that are running towards the middle. And the idea is that you, you produce your fruit with lots of air around it. This stops some of the gooseberry mildews as well. So it, that's what you're doing, cutting out old wood, crossing wood, and reducing the size if new growth by about a third, but if it's old growth, you can cut it down to within six inches of where it's come from. Well, there we go. That's... Uh sound advice there from ken and uh, i hope that's helped uh, edward and patricia there um derek's got in touch with world radio gardening ken uh he's got a problem with his hydrangea though uh he's got some leaves that are turning brown and and shriveling up uh derek says in his email that he thinks thinks he's feeding and watering it okay then the pot is 18 inches by 18 inches is he feeding it and watering it okay is he overfeeding and watering you do wonder, don't you? And you can actually, it's an interesting one you said there, Owen, because overfeeding can produce a very soft foliage. Now, if soft foliage gets affected by sun and wind, which, let's face it, the weather of late has been very mixed. I mean, we've had very hot weather. We've had a bit of, little bit of rain, uh, but we've also had sun and wind. Now, sun and wind will burn soft foliage. Now, that's all I think he's done. But if he's overfeeding, the foliage will definitely be softer. I wouldn't suggest that in a container that you need to feed, even with a liquid feed, much more than every three or four weeks. Um, and an 18-inch container is going to need quite a bit of water to hold a hydrangea moist. Let's face it, why they got the name hydrangea? Because they like water. So you've got to keep them moist, worth putting in a, on a tray, actually, of water, and that way they've got a bit of extra water that they can draw from. 
there we go Derek hope that helps uh, he's also uh, finished his email here Ken saying he really likes World Radio Garden so uh, that's good to hear Derek thank you very much um, Sandra has got in touch Sandra's in Hornchurch and uh, she has bought a, is it a Silas Revoluta Silas Revoluta is that that's the palm isn't it yeah yes yes yeah. she's attached a, a nice picture here um, she says as it grew I, I planted it into bigger pots my question is that it's so large, I can no longer bring it in over the winter. So I've left it out for the last two winters, protecting it from frosts. Can I plant it into the garden as I think it's outgrown the pots? <laughs> That's quite funny, isn't it, really, that plants are outgrowing pots and people are worried what to do with them. In theory, that palm is one of the hardiest that we use in our gardens in the UK. So, in fact, she's got a very good chance of it being successful. The only problem with palms is that if we have a wet, cold winter, now what I mean by wet, cold, I mean if we get saturation in the ground and then a lot of frost, that could still damage it, damage the palm. However, generally, she could plant it in the ground, particularly if she can find somewhere that's quite a dry spot and not a spot that's going to flood during the winter. Most people know the areas of their garden that are going to flood in the winter, and that's what she's got to look for. I would suggest that when she plants it, she uses some grit and some good compost mixed in with her soil. Um, we don't know what soil she's got, but see that you make the ground around it really good with compost and grit. You know, worth making... If it's in a, say, say it's in a two-foot-wide um, pot, you want to make the, make the area at least six inches wider with really good compost. Dig that hole, dig the bottom of the hole, add grit and compost into that as well, and then backfill with soil mixed in with that mix of compost and grit. And then heal it really well in. Keep it moist but not too wet. And I think you'll find it's very successful if you have a hard winter, cover it with uh, horticultural fleece. There we go, Sandra. As you've been doing, I think, for over the last few winters there with it in the pot, but you can do it in uh, in your garden as well. That's uh, good to know. Uh, Ken, that's all the emails we've got for now. Uh, thank you very much for your advice and help. Um, don't forget, if you would like to send us your question, uh, we can we can help you with your gardening queries. Uh, the email address to send your questions to is post at worldradiogardening.com. That's post at worldradiogardening.com. Stay tuned for more programs here on World Radio Gardening. <laughs> 